Welcome to the College Basketball Roundup Podcast. This is a new podcast. I am your host, Chris Kapikian. With the NFL season coming to a close, figured what better time. We're in the middle of conference play, pretty much just getting started. College basketball season in full full swing. Um, it's a wide open year this year for uh, college basketball. Obviously, March Madness, conference tournaments, and all that. So I figured let's let's do this thing. Let's start this podcast. Basically, what this podcast is going to be about, we're going to cover the games each week that we think are the standouts. We're going to talk about the keys to each game, um, how some of these teams are doing, my expectations for another couple of games, and then with the, the new rankings coming out every Monday, just getting into the top 25 uh, from the AP coaches poll and uh, my revised version of the top 25 and I can tell you this week we definitely have uh, some major issues with with the AP and uh, hopefully you stay tuned to hear what I think so let's get right into it the games to watch this week um, the first one being Tuesday night Auburn at Alabama this is a four versus number 24 in the country um, this we're really going to see how good Auburn is I think uh, a lot of people, including myself, uh, believe Auburn is a top team. I, I think if I had to pick a national champion right now, it would be Auburn. To me, I think they're the most tested, and they have the ability when they're not playing well to play defense. Uh, they have a really good pr- uh, full-court pressure. Um, I've seen it work against uh, some pretty good teams, including UConn, who they actually lost to, but forced overtime after being down 20 with about four minutes to play. Um, bringing that game back and just that when you're not hitting shots, you're able to stay in the game. So I, I want to see how that works at a tough, tough place to play in Alabama. Um, this is the best game on paper. I think that's why we're starting with it. And the key here for Alabama is just obviously the three-point ball. Obviously, we know we like to, they like to take a lot of threes. Um, if you follow them at all, they take a lot of threes. Um, they're, they're a big analytics-based program. Um, so let's see if they get some good shots. Uh, that's what they've been struggling with this year. That's why they've slid down all the way to 24 after being inside the top, uh, 10 for the most of the season and turnovers. Um, they, they gotta, they gotta be careful with that, especially against a really good Auburn team. So I think whoever takes care of the ball, the best is going to, is really going to come away victorious. So the next game to look at is Wednesday night. Villanova at Xavier, number 14 at number 17. Um, I'm going to try and keep this as non-biased as possible. I'm a huge Villanova fan, huge Big East fan, um, and I think it's a great year, especially to start this podcast because of how good and deep the Big East is. Um, This game, to me, is more of a watch-and-learn type of game. I don't think I can truly point out the keys for either side here. Uh, Villanova won um, after coming off a couple bad losses in a row at home against Xavier a couple weeks ago. I expect Xavier, the Cintas Center, to be absolutely packed, loud. Um, it's a great atmosphere. Villanova's always had trouble there when Xavier's had those good teams, you know, you know, four or five years ago. So we're going to see it's going to be a really good test for Villanova, um, and I want to see how many guys they play. They they're starting to get deeper and putting eight, nine guys in the regular rotation. So we're going to see how that turns out. 
see how the ball movement is. They got something clicking at the end of the DePaul game on Saturday. Um, and then I want to see Xavier. Xavier's back to full full strength um, off their COVID stuff. And, and uh, like I said, this is a game to watch and learn. I don't think you take away too much from either team. I think I think Xavier's playing for more. They don't want to get blown out at home to a Villanova team who's you know is always going to be there in March. Um, so I think I think this is going to be a close game, and let's see who plays the best down the stretch. Okay, so Oklahoma at Texas. Unranked Oklahoma, who I believe they are 14-3. and Don't quote me on that. At Texas, number 21 in the country. Texas started with very high expectations. I think they were, what, five to start the year, something like that. Um, they haven't been shooting well at all, but here, these are this is the story of both teams uh, hitting stride. They got new guys, which are, who are learning how to play play with each other now as we're in mid-January. Both teams brought in a ton of transfers, new coaches, and both part starting to play some really good basketball. I think the thing to watch here for Texas is, is how they do from three. I think if they can hit somehow hit seven or eight threes at home, I think that's going to be really hard for Oklahoma to compete with. Uh, Texas is not shooting well at all. They're, I think they're averaging like three threes made a game. That's not going to get it done in Big 12 play um, and just as we go down the stretch here. So if they can hit that seven or eight three-point number, um, I don't know how Oklahoma really can hang and, and and pull this one out. It's on the road. Texas wants to start getting to where they were supposed to be, and I think this is where they start. So the last of the marquee games of the week I want to touch on is now, like I said earlier, the Big East bias I might have. Uh, number 23, Providence at unranked Creighton. Creighton has had some good wins. I believe they're 10-4 and or 11-4 and on the year. They're going to be home. Um... This is the game where I'm going to say the winner will be at the top of the Big East all year and will almost clinch a tournament bid. It's crazy to say that, especially for a Creighton team that's unranked. This would be their third-ranked win. And if you look on the other side, Providence, they've pretty much ran the table on what they have, have faced. Uh, they had one non-conference loss. Don't exactly remember who that was to, but I know it was competitive. And they got... Uh, blitz to Marquette by 30 uh, last week, but bounced back strongly against St. John's at home. So this game's at Creighton. Uh, this is another one where you just have to watch and see what happens. I expect this game to be really close. Creighton shoots really well at home. That's something they've always uh, done. Let's see how Providence can defend the three-point ball and get rebounds with their strong big in Watson. Next, I'm going to get into a couple expectations I have uh, for two uh, Big 12 games this week. The first is number 15, Iowa State at Kansas, who's ranked number 9. Kansas is going to be home here. Both coming off conference losses, <clears throat> which is uh, going to be expected in the, big, in the Big 12. Tough conference this year. I predict Kansas at home will win this one based on the experience factor. Uh, but we'll never fully trust Bill Self. He he always has uh, top top recruits come in top five pretty much every year for the past 15 years. He's only won one championship. Just never seems to get it done in March. Always falls short. Been on the wrong side of a couple unlucky bounces, but at some point you gotta you gotta close those games out. Uh, so like I said, I think Kansas gets it done here. Coming off a 
kind of a bad loss to Texas Tech uh, for Kansas' standards early in the year. Um, I want to see how, how poised Iowa State can be off a loss. I don't want to see them get blown out here. Um, obviously, I don't think they can win. I think it's a tough, tall task. But Iowa State was a two-win team last season. So right now they've got themselves ranked number 15, new coach, who's probably that favorite for coach of the year, I would assume, right now. I don't see why he wouldn't be. He's turned the program around in, in literally no time. So that's something to, something to watch. And, it, um, and the other one is number 14 or 19, Texas Tech, at Baylor, who's the number one team in the country. Hasn't lost since the Big 12 tournament last year against Oklahoma State, Kate, Kent, Kate Cunningham, and all them. In fact, X Factor here is just straight turnovers. Baylor blitzes people at home. That place gets loud, um, and it makes it it makes it hard for the other team. They they can come out once the once you start turning the ball over, you're done. You you have no chance, zero chance to win. Texas Tech though, it's almost a dream matchup because Texas Tech plays ugly, and they're not scared to do it. Um, if they play ugly and they take care of the ball. It's hard to say in the same sentence, but when I mean play ugly, I mean they're not going to shoot well, but they're not going to let you shoot well. There's going to be uncharacteristic plays by Baylor, head scratchers all over the place. If, if Texas Tech can just hang in this game and make it ugly, like I said, 50, like low 60s, let's see who can close this game out late. Like I said, I expect Baylor to press them early and, and Get for some turnovers, but if Texas Tech can handle that, good luck. This is going to be a great test for number one Baylor. Okay, so next I want to touch on the top 25. The rankings were released today. Pretty much going to go through them. It's going to read through them. Um, it's going to be tough doing this um, with just audio. Tough to tough to get a grip on, but you can catch the early couple teams here. Baylor, Baylor coming in number one. Gonzaga number two. UCLA three. Auburn, who we touched on earlier, number four. And here's where it gets kind of interesting and interchangeable. USC, 13-0, undefeated. Arizona, one loss. Purdue, two conference losses already, but have played a really tough schedule and have, have proven to be a good team. Tough out. Duke, coming off a loss. Kansas, <coughs> and Michigan State. Moving down the list, we got Houston, LSU, Wisconsin, who's been a surprise, Villanova, Iowa State, Ohio State, Xavier, Kentucky, Texas Tech, Seton Hall, Texas, Tennessee, Providence, Alabama, and Illinois. I guess you could say the surprises Illinois worked themselves back in. They started uh, as a top 10 team, top 15 team, fell out for a little while, almost a month, and have fought their way back in. They're starting to get healthy, starting to get used to playing playing with each other like they like they were last year. Remember going in as a one seed, losing the first weekend of the tournament. I think uh, Wisconsin could be a little highly ranked here. I think they're really relying on just one key player, and that's fine, but when you're this hot this early, you're going to get burnt. I think he's going to get burned out. He's a true NBA talent, but since my take on Wisconsin uh, being ranked that high, what, they 13? I think LSU... Um, can have a good week and get get themselves into the top 10. They have one tough loss at Auburn where they just didn't make anything and then and kind of got blown out. I'm not sold on USC at all. 
They are 13 and 0. They haven't won like these some of these easy games by margins they probably should be winning. So my top 25 goes as follows. I have Baylor clear cut number one. Obviously they haven't lost now in like 10 and a half months, almost 11 months, which is just crazy. Um, then I have Auburn actually ranked number two. I just pro- I, they've proven to me they're the most tested and and have just had the best wins. And only one loss so far, and it was an overtime loss in a neutral court uh, tournament against a really good UConn team. And we're going to see how good Auburn really is this week. If they, you know, they lose at Alabama, obviously it depends how the game goes, but we're going to see their true ranking here next week. So stay tuned for that. Gonzaga would be my three, um, and UCLA four. And I slut Arizona to five. I really like Arizona. I think they're a streaky team. And definitely the one of the two best Pac-12 teams with, with UCLA. So following Arizona, we got Purdue, Duke, who had a tough loss, like we said earlier, to Miami. On a, in, a, in a down ACC uh, season, definitely. I think the past couple, it's been trending that way. I'm not 100% sure why. Um, and then I have USC at 8. Michigan State is my 9. Kansas as my 10. That's rounding out the top 10. A couple other big shifts, I guess. I would put LSU uh, at my 11, Houston at my 12, Villanova at my 13, so right around where they had had them in the AP. Iowa State, I bumped Wisconsin down to 15. Kentucky, I'd push up to 16. I also push Seton Hall all the way up to 17 because... Uh, they're definitely not factoring in the fact that Seton Hall had two losses without like any players, um, with especially their bigs, which they can't win without um, from uh, via COVID. Xavier, I'm bringing up as well to 18. Texas Tech, uh, 19, bringing up and Ohio State, running out, running out my top 20. I got Providence, 21. Uh, I believe the AP had them at. 23 um alabama i like them a lot i just think they've just for some reason can't hunt completely figure it out just not taking care of the ball and they're so they're just shots aren't falling so i can live with the shots not falling but taking care of the ball obviously that they're gonna mature a little bit um i think to close the season out uh, especially as they're starting to hit some tough conference games um and getting peak shape playing with each other texas number 23 and I got UConn. UConn in at my top 25. Another team, they were in a game against Seton Hall. Uh, I just think they need to be ranked. Uh, I think because they have maybe, which what I think is the best win so far, since Baylor ha- is not beaten yet. The second best team, in my opinion, like I said, is Auburn. And they beat Auburn, fair and square, um, neutral court. And so I think that's a great win. And so I think they should be ranked. They haven't done anything to not be ranked. Um, they, I guess you could say they didn't close the game at Seton Hall particularly well. But look, that Prudential Center, Seton Hall, healthy, big game for them. Uh, UConn's going to be fine. And watch out for them going forward. I really like RJ Cole and his leadership. And I got Tennessee at 25. Um, but they're they're trending down right now. they got to kind of figure it out. I know they're having some problems internally. Um, we're going to see how they... See how they react 
they're gonna have to do it pretty quickly with the with how good the SEC is this season. Okay, so that is it for the first episode of the College Basketball Roundup podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Big games this week, big games going forward. We're going to get a recap episode out on Sunday night or early Monday morning, so stay tuned for that. And thanks. Let's see see how this does.